0: Welcome back to the Branding for Abundance podcast. This is your host, Dr. TK, clinical psychologist and number one therapist business coach. So I am super excited to welcome our special guest. She is the proud alumni of the Dope Therapist Academy program and she also is part of my elite coaching mastermind. So I want to welcome our guest, Shayla Peterson. She is a licensed clinical social worker. She is the owner of Control Shift Balance Mental Wellness. She specializes in specifically working with millennial women that want to regain their balance in their lifestyle by managing their anxiety, stress, and worry. She's licensed in three states, y'all, South Carolina, North Carolina, and Florida, and she is also an author of the Hey Sis 40-Day Journal and co-creator of the Thera Friend Network. Now, as you know, we really focus on living life abundantly. So Shayla is also a military spouse. She is originally from Los Angeles, California, and she is also a mother. So tune in for this epic episode. All right. So welcome everybody to the Branding for Abundance podcast. We have a very special episode today. We have a guest on the podcast. And as you know, I rarely do interviews. However, for 2021, I really want to collaborate more with therapists. And most importantly, I want to expose the whole world to this awesome group of therapists that are in my dope therapist community. And so I want to welcome Shayla to the Branding for Abundance podcast, y'all. So just to get into it, Shayla, can you tell our listeners on the podcast and the viewers on our channels a little bit about yourself, like where are you located, your license type? Yes, definitely.
1: One, thank you for the invitation. I am truly grateful for this opportunity. Um, And then also my name is Shayla Peterson. I am a licensed clinical social worker and I'm the owner of Control Shift Balance. So most recently, I've moved to upstate New York. So not New York City, but upstate New York. But I continue to serve the areas um, of South Carolina, North Carolina, and Florida. And so my license as a clinical social worker allows me to provide psychotherapy services to those states that I just mentioned.
0: Nice, nice. And so I get this question a lot. And so what I told the listeners I would do is like take them behind the scenes of what it's even like to become a therapist. So how did you even get into the therapy field?
1: Yeah, right. So first, is it was literally something that I always wanted to do. Um, if you talk to any of my long-term friends um, back to, you know, elementary, years, it's like, oh, Shayla loves to talk. She wants to talk about like relationships and the dynamics about that. And this is at a young age. This is just weird. We still laugh about it to this day. So I knew on some level I was going to be in, you know, a helping profession. And even now, as I moved along, I think about my grandmother who was in social service. That's still the same thing, right? Helping people, working for a big agency. And so um, I went to Cal State University, Long Beach, and I got my bachelor's in psychology. Um, And immediately, I knew that wasn't enough, right? Right. You know, you have your bachelor's, you get your um, entry-level position, which is like a social work position at DCS or foster family agency like I did. And I worked there for five years. But during that time, everyone kept advocating, you need to go get your master's, you know, so you can provide therapy and get licensed. And I was in between getting the MFT, which is um, when that's in California, and then your MSW. And Mm -hmm. I looked in the newspaper. Yes, we still looked in the newspaper during that time for finding (laughs) jobs. (laughs) And I realized that there was a need for MSW. You saw more MSW than MFT during that time frame. And so I applied for um, the MSW program at California State University Long Beach, Go Beach. And that's how it started. And I worked there. Um, I continued to work for the Foster Family Agency and then moved on to different jobs after that. Um, The most important part I think that people don't realize too is once you get your MSW, it's so important that you create this time to get your clinical hours, Mm -hmm. right? And the advice that I received was do not wait. (laughs) Start to get your clinical experience immediately. Um, Mm -hmm. So what if you don't use it? At least you got it, right? And that's literally that information I got. And that was the best advice that I had because it literally has set pretty much the, you know, the foundation of my career as a clinical social worker, moving Mm -hmm. all over the United States.
0: (laughs) It's interesting that you say that. I did an internship at LA County Department of Mental Health, and one of the young ladies, because we all, you know, got to know one another for a year. And I had asked, you know, we well, we asked, you know, what was our background? Did any of us get our master's degree before our doctorate? And one of them said that they went to Howard University. They received their master's in social work. However, they didn't even know when they went into the program that they wouldn't get the clinical aspect, um, and they also weren't sure how they were going to use the clinical aspect. So she did wait. And then once she realized that she wanted to do the therapeutic part, she realized that she had been too rusty per se in her work that she just chose to go get her PsyD in clinical psych. Um, So I'm glad that you brought that up because I do have a small group of individuals that follow me like on social media and on YouTube that are students. And one of the, the biggest questions that tends to come up even in these therapist Facebook groups are... You know what type of degree should students get and why? What type of jobs are out there for them? What is the difference between ASW, MSW, LCSW? It's so many letters, and so thank you for explaining to students why it's important not to wait, especially in a day like this where mental health is needed. You know,
1: exactly to
0: do a quality level of care. So I know that you mentioned foster care. Um, Who are you working with right now? And then, if you switch populations, how did you end up changing over?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I worked in foster care. That's where I got my initial experience. Um, And then I even worked with adult day healthcare at that time um, in California. And then I also worked for the public defender's office, which was still children, just in the juvenile justice system. Um, I took like a little sabbatical um, to start a family and all those good things and went back to DCS. And I knew immediately that was not for me anymore. Um, You know, it was just something about like once you get licensed and you were looking just to expand your work in other areas. So I started to do private practice work in a group. And I worked there for four years and also um, became an assistant clinical director. Um, And then when we moved to South Carolina, I worked with seniors yet again, which I enjoy, as in a private practice group providing services that way. And then I knew that I wanted to have a private practice in serving women because it went back to the foster family agency. I remember those moms, you know, who um, didn't have their children for a while, and just parts that were missing, you know, because they were just all everyday people. And I knew that I I wanted to work with women to help them kind of balance life where they were professionals or not professionals, but to give them those tools. And so I literally just kind of went back to the basics, you know. And so I have this private practice now where I'm serving women. A majority of my population happen to be women of color. So they come in with anxiety, trying to balance life, overwhelm. And I enjoy that work. And honestly, I enjoy it, too, because sometimes I'm her and she's me. (laughs) Right, right. <laughs> like let's just be honest like I, I'm her I'm that chick <laughs> and yeah. so when they come in and I hear what they're saying not only am I able to just pinpoint it clinically but I'm like yeah I've been there too now I might not say that to them but I can understand it so when I'm giving out clinical information and interventions it's not so textbooky <laughs> it's like okay so no
0: our work so good And I think that's one of the scariest parts with, I'm going to say therapists who are just licensed or those who have just graduated, because even to current date, um, there are a lot of professors that are very seasoned, if you get me. And what typically happens is that old school traditional of don't let yourself come into the therapy room, very psychodynamic, psychoanalytic. And truth be told, we're humans. And so even though, yes, we should be processing our own stuff, it does make us a better therapist, even if we don't have to say it to our clients. And I think that's very important for uprising new therapists to understand that your life experiences actually could make you a better therapist if you handle your business behind closed doors.
1: Exactly, I'm a 100% believer of that one. Please, a therapist needs to see a therapist. My clients will hear me say that. I will say it on my platform. If your therapist doesn't have a therapist, there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and I might get slacked back from that, but still, um, it's important because we have to do our work to be able to show up, and no one's perfect, right? We all come with our stuff, and so we have to do our work to be able to show up. No different from anyone who's a CEO of an organization, a Fortune 500 company, they have to do their work too. We have, you know, we're gifted this intense job that we have. And so we have to do our work to make sure that we show up that's eating right, exercising, you know, going to therapy, all of those different things. It's really important.
0: Right. All inclusive. I love it. So let's <laughs> let's dive more into this work with these clients. Now, um, for those of you who don't know, because she's on my YouTube channel and stuff, Shayla is part of our Dope Therapist community in terms of our academy. She's an alumni. She is a DTA coach Um, which means that she shows up and provides support to students because as previous students in college, we know sometimes it's easier to talk to a a peer, quote unquote, than the teacher. And so that's the purpose of DTA Coaches. And then also she's in our mastermind in which she's been able to grow and scale her practice. And so one of the things we talk about in DTA is identifying your framework so that you can have a um, like a very simple way of serving your clients to get to their transformation. So if let's just say one of your ideal clients was listening or watching right now, how would she know that she is your ideal client and like what would therapy look like for her?
1: Well, one, she would know that she's my ideal client because she's either found me through a social media, site where, so she's read maybe a post that spoke to her, um, which also then leads them to my website where they get to probably feel just a tad bit closer to me and where they can learn more information about who I serve and how I would best serve them. And so literally, as you go onto my page, it talks about, are you feeling overwhelmed? Is adulting too much? Is it hard to just show up as yourself? So they're going to know. And when people call, that's what they said. is like, I feel like you were just speaking directly to me. And I'm like, really? (laughs) Right <laughs> And so that's how they would know. And then so from that part, I'm going to go through my framework, right? So one, there's about five points, and I explain this to my clients as well. And so the first part is that connection, right? So when they go to my website, they literally go to the connection page and that's where they can send me an email and they'll ask a couple of questions like, what state do you live in? What are your hopes for therapy? Right? Mm -hmm. Everybody comes in with something different. So I always want to know what are your hopes? Right? Not, oh, what do you want to know? Just what are your hopes? We're just starting (laughs) real simple. (laughs) (laughs) And then from there, we'll go on to more. And I return their call literally in less than 24 hours. They're going to get an email back from me where they can schedule our consultation. And Mm -hmm. so that's the compass. (laughs) <laughs> so that's going to lead us in that direction of what's going to go next. Right. And so I really enjoy that part because I get to know my clients at that time or future clients and see if we're going to be a good fit because mm-hmm. then if that's not it, right? South would be, maybe I'm going to see Shayla and North might be, I got to refer you to somebody else.
0: Right. It's <laughs> so important for you is- to do that in the beginning. I do want to interject because the consultation piece is very, very vital to you also being able to show up as your best self as a therapist. You can't do that if you have somebody sitting across from you via telehealth or in an office if they don't even feel like you can solve their problem or you know you can't solve their problem. That's problematic. Exactly. No, that's so
1: important. And I let them know that hey, I want to make sure we're a good fit. That the things that you're presenting with, those are things that I feel like I'm an expert in or specialize in because I know that that's what you need at this time. And it would be unfair for me not to do that to you. And it'll be unethical, right? Let's just be real. Right. (laughs)
0: Let's be real here. (laughs)
1: So then, the next part is the map, right? So that's us. um, They're going to do their assessment and we're developing that treatment plan. Hey, what can we help you with? Are you overthinking? Are you worrying all day? Are you just not prioritizing yourself? So we create this treatment plan right around there. And to me, that's the exciting part because I get to read your assessment. We get to have our initial session and I get to learn more about you. And then the walk is the number of sessions that we're having. Mm-hmm. So the majority of the clients that come through my virtual therapy office, we're pretty much are going to start to feel better. We can't do guarantees as clinicians, but you're going to feel better within 12 to 15 sessions. So that's about three, four months, and you'll start to feel better. Now, if you come with new stuff, it may extend it, but you're going to have the baseline. You're going to have enough information. You're going to have enough tools to be able to navigate life and start to feel a little balance. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do share with them. And so that's our walk. And then the destination is your graduation. (laughs) So it is a journey, but the destination is to get you to a place that you know that you have tools that you can pull from, from your handbag, whether that's your Louis Vuitton, is that your Gucci, whatever it is, you can go in there, pull those out and be ready for whatever setting that you're stepping into. And so although this whole thing is a journey, your therapy journey towards healing, that's our destination where we're trying to get you at least in those 12 to 15 weeks
0: right but I like journey it reminds me of like the word marathon and that nothing's going to happen overnight and just for any potential clients that are listening or individuals who may have been to mental health services before maybe they didn't feel like it was a good match maybe it wasn't a great outcome or maybe they just like your compass right mm-hmm. is that you want to think about what will all of these tools or milestones in this journey help you with long term so even though therapy may be its own individualized process for 12 to 15 sessions, you'll have the rest of your life with this invisible tool back to use. And then if you're a parent, like you mentioned, you were serving a lot of the moms, they can then go and share that with their children, which is like yeah. epic because why reinvent the wheel when you have the tools as the parent, right? So that, I, I love that. that, <laughs> that Because I, I got excited when you said therapy is fun. Yeah. Because a lot of people think, That therapy is not, I'm not saying that it's not going to be emotionally troubling, you know, at times, or that it's going to feel draining. I mean, one of the things I used to share with my clients, especially in the beginning of treatment is sometimes you may not like me. And they were like, what, why are you telling me this in the beginning? I'm going to say, because over time I'm going to push you because you're telling me this is what you want the end of your journey to look like. And the only way we're going to get there is if you do one, two, three, four, and five. So if you stop me at three, we're gonna have a really hard time, and I'm gonna push you because that's why you found me because we're a good match. So these frameworks for all therapists um, or clients that are watching, especially clients, is have a understanding and ask questions when you get on these consultations with a potential therapist that you're interested in to see do they even have a framework. Now they may not call it a framework. That's our own little inclusive thing, okay? <laughs> but see if they can at least describe how they're going to get you from where you are now to the end in a general way. Mm -hmm. And if they can do that, then check them out, you know, it may be worth your time. And so thank you so much. And so you've already kind of tapped into some of my other questions in terms of like, passion, because I'm also just, for those of you on the podcast, you can't see it. But if you're watching on video, you can see her energy. You can see her smiling. I smiled. I'm laughing the whole time because I'm super excited. And so I'm saying that because it definitely speaks to your passion. And so if I were to go, now I can't because it's unethical, but if I were to go interview one of your past clients, like what would they say they enjoyed from like your therapy? Um, I think they would say
1: if I were to kind of think in my brain, let's make up something, but you know, make it more realistic. Um, that Shayla, she keeps it real. I hear that one. Oh, you go, you gonna keep it real, Shayla? You gonna let me know um, when you do that face, and I'm like, I don't know what face you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I keep it real, and that the tools are practical. Honestly, I think that's the one I hear that one pretty often, um, even when I do speaking engagements, the information that I share is going to be practical. I'm not about to give you a whole bunch of therapy mumble jumble. That's for me and my clinical notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but in terms of when you come through those doors, like I really want to make sure that you get things that you can go ahead and implement as soon as you hang up, as soon as you end that um, HIPAA compliant Zoom call, that you'll be able to utilize those tools to come back and tell me how they worked. And if they didn't, let's go back to the drawing board. Yes. Like I really,
0: so they're very practical. This is good. So let me just share with the listeners what I just did. So I had a question and it was, tell me about why you are passionate about your population. But sometimes, and this is like the college professor, when I give a test, I switch up the question because I'd rather people feel and see you um, like they would in a the therapy room. And just by me tweaking that question, just asking about a client, a whole nother light switch turned on. I don't know if you noticed it, but I'm like, I, I'm going to go to therapy you know, with you. And so Um, so I just wanted everybody to see like how she is even able to get, you know, get you excited about attending therapy. Heck, even if you didn't think you wanted to go to therapy, you probably, you know, do now. I really hope that you're enjoying today's podcast episode. And yes, I am interrupting my own podcast to invite you to check out the Dope Therapist Academy, also known as DTA. We help therapists move from living check to check. Not seeing their ideal clients in their practice, feeling overwhelmed as a result of running their practice by themselves, and not seeing real profits in their business. All you have to do is head down to the show notes and click on the Dope Therapist Academy or visit us at www.drtk.com forward slash DTA. This program has helped numerous therapists in over 30 states and it can help you too. The DTA program is perfect for any therapist or clinician either starting or revamping a private practice to experience exponential growth and earn 10K months or something better. So in just less than 60 days, our five-step profitable brand model will teach you the strategies to build your dream caseload for your ideal clients, create a profitable business blueprint so that you can have your dream schedule, gain clarity about your niche so that you can add streams of income beyond your wildest dreams, develop a wealth mindset as a business owner, not just an entrepreneur, so that your private practice can generate true profits, press the automation button in your back office so that your business can run effectively and efficiently while you live abundantly, and lastly, we'll help you delegate tasks to complete and accomplish the freedom lifestyle that you deserve. So regardless if you're a newbie, existing private practice business owner, or you have a private practice on the side part-time, you deserve to create a business and lifestyle full of abundance. So to learn more about the Dope Therapist Academy program, be sure to click the link in the show notes. And now let's tune back into our podcast episode. We've talked about your clients. Let's pivot because we have a mixture of lifestyle and business for my podcast and my um, YouTube channel. Let's talk about the business aspect because that really made you more available, especially last year, to serve more of your population. And so we did not know each other before the adult therapist community. And so how did you find out about my services or what I offered?
1: Yeah. So I had been, I think I caught your YouTube and then, which led me to Instagram and I would see your post, And then, so during springtime, yeah, I want to say it was early spring. This is before, you know, we knew any new era was approaching us. (laughs) I, I wanted to make a bigger impact. Like I knew that who I was serving, that there was still more that I needed to help. Cause I'm like, Oh, I have this great information, right? If I was to jump on my little ego for a minute, like I have this great information I want to share with more women, they shouldn't be suffering. We should all feel a little balanced when we wake up, you know? And so I reached out to you. For one on one. I think I saw something where it's like call for a consultation. I just wanted one on one. And at the time, my practice didn't allow me to do one on one. And that was okay. But what I liked is that you offered something that I needed and I knew that I needed it. <laughs> and it it literally served me that plus more. So, and that was actually the Dope Therapist Academy. Um, you were like, I'm having this academy, I'm doing this, and then it's gonna cover some of the things that you said. And I was just like, huh, I really want a one-on-one. I don't want to be in a group. I, I did this before. Like, no. But literally, when I tell you that joining DTA was such a life-changing thing for me, one, I gained community. Like, I have friends. Like, therapy yes. friends, right? Okay. i now that's
0: part of your company.
1: <laughs> right. That's not a part of my company. Right. So I've gained, like, and we're all trying to grow our business and make an impact. So that was one. And that's not what I was expecting from it. I really just wanted to take the information and grow. But then also at that time, the impact that I wanted to make by serving more women, I was able to do that. So my caseload grew, right? My client caseload grew by four. Oh, wow.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we say that so soundly it four, times. <laughs> my four times. You
1: know, it just quadrupled. <laughs> Oh, so that I was able to, and this was the main thing because I wrote this one down too, because I wanted to make sure that I shared, you know, those, those big impacts was that I didn't really understand branding and marketing. I just knew I had some colors and here's, and I didn't even show my face, I think on my Instagram, but to be able to brand myself as, okay, this is Shayla. This is Shayla sees women with anxiety, particularly women of color. And then I was then able to market myself. So those quadruple clients that came in, now they know who I am to say like, no, I want to work with her. And so it kind of all tied together. And so that to me, me meeting you, it, yeah. it just took me over to another level professionally.
0: I think I answered your question. Plus, yeah, but- <laughs> no, I mean but you, you spoke to energetically aligned, which is to me the utmost important because that actually goes back to your framework, mm-hmm. which is how I feel like when I'm seeking out a coach, I want to show up how I want to show up. I want them to show up for me how I show up for my clients, right? Mm-hmm. And so we were energetically aligned. Um, when I think about the timing, you couldn't have come at a earlier date because. Um, memory serves me. I wasn't supposed to have the Academy until July of last year. I had a consultation with you, I think in March Mm -hmm. and it was around the time when it went down. And so then I think I emailed you and said, Hey, I'm going to just bump up the date because it was you and one other person that ended up in that cohort that wanted DTA right away. And so I'm very grateful. I mean, not that I'm grateful of the pandemic, but I am because it made a lot of us wake up at times where we were walking on autopilot and then you were able to show up better for your clients. I mean, therapists don't understand showing your face in a technology world right now is very important. And you learned this earlier on before we even knew what this thing was in 2020, you know, and quadrupling your income. I mean, well, your income too, but quadrupling your caseload is like epic. And so um, you talked about, you know, what made you sign up You talked about your experience in DTA community. was really big. Now in the intro, I told them that you were part of DTA and a mastermind. So what is your practice like now? Or let me rephrase that. What is your business like now? Cause it's way beyond private practice.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It's now called just a mental health business kind of thing. (laughs) Like that would be the most accurate thing to say. So, and it took me a minute to kind of come to that. This is still all just very much new for me. But being part of Elite, once again, I go, there's, that's uh, DTA on steroids a little bit. Just take you up a notch if I could say that. But now, you know, and I think it was coming out of DTA is the book. So I do, I have, Haces. Which is a forty-day um, journal. So then I um, launched Fair Friends, which is a support group and social support, social self-care for therapists. It's lonely being in private practice. Let's just be honest, you know. And so launching that, so now I'm able to connect with some other clinicians. Then also being able to work on, you know, an upcoming course for women who may not be feeling therapy right now. It's not for everybody. Some people just want to be able to tap in and check in when they need to. So creating that and working out the details, and I'm doing that with elite and with that community, Mm -hmm. right? So we get to have, you know, feedback with each other, check in, bounce ideas. So I just love it because when you're, you know, growing your business, it can be lonely and it doesn't have to feel that way with elite. And then with your leadership and guidance, like our last um, meeting, that was just right, just spot on. My wheels are still turning. I'm still writing down shows. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the membership site. So, you know, it's just allowing me to add just more things in or the things that I have in place mm-hmm. to just kind of perfect them, if that makes sense. So it's a Vegas.
0: Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> let me let me get our listeners clear. Cause they're like, wait, you talking about two different programs now. So listen, the reason I wanted her Shayla to talk about DTA first, and then what it has done for her business as a now business owner, and then just tease elite coaching is our mastermind is closed. It doesn't open, but once a year, it opens up in November, but I did want to share that out of our cohort, three students never, ever did DTA. And the reason why elite works for them is because they came in already with a profitable practice. And so think about DTA as like undergrad. And then, you know, you get all your credits, you graduate with your bachelor's, BA or BS, whatever you would like. And then you don't want to stop. So ask yourself, like, why did you go to graduate school? You went to graduate school because there were certain things that needed to be in place in order for you to go out there and do the clinical work. I do believe to have a mental health profitable and abundant business. There are things we know that we were never taught in grad school and that you will never learn trying to have your own private practice. I mean, one of the things that I share with my community is like, listen to the podcast. I lay out all my mistakes. Please don't repeat them. That's just crazy, <laughs> you know. And so, so you mentioned, "Hey, sis," I see it in your background. And so, where can people go find the book? And then, can you, um, and where can people find these courses?
1: Okay, yes. So for Hey sis, they can go directly to www.ctrl.com. Shiftbalance.com and then they can just do slide slash Haysys, or it'll just pop up you know along the feed along with other digital products and then in terms of courses um at this time the best way is to follow me on instagram because those kind of drop sporadically and it'll lead you right to where you need to go so if you link in my bio if a course is open at that time it will put you right there
0: so we'll make sure to put all of shayla's links in the bio and i would highly encourage All of our listeners are women that if you feel like she spoke to you today or just go check her out if you're not sure, but you just like her energy via audio, if you're listening (laughs) on the podcast or video, turn on the post notifications on her Instagram, go sign up on her website for things that she has. I kid you not. Her Paces journal has been a wonder to the community that she serves. And so one of the things that she said, which I really want everybody to hear is that Sometimes therapy is not for everybody, or maybe it's not the right time. So then instead of settling for nothing, why can't you get the next best thing, right? And if you feel like, you know, it's not the right time, then maybe go through her journal, you can go through her journal without being in therapy, but if you happen to, you know, go to her for therapy, then it can be a supplement now. I actually want to do one disclaimer because as therapists, that is the one big difference between therapy and digital products. For therapy services, can you let them know where you're licensed? Because for listeners, you can only see therapists, not just us, but I'm just saying any therapist. You have to see them in the states that they are licensed in. Yes. Oh,
1: my goodness. Thank you for bringing that up, Dr. PK, because I definitely do education on that. So, yes, I am licensed in the state of South Carolina. North Carolina, and Florida. So if you reside or if you are going to be in that state for a while, <laughs> we'll be able to start services. If you are outside of that state, um, I do have a resource page you can click on and then you'll um, be able to find a therapist that can serve you in your state. But yes, you must be with a therapist who's licensed in the state that you're in at the time of those services.
0: Right. And you do telehealth office or what, what, what type of therapy do you do now in our new uh, time?
1: Yes. <laughs> so lucky, <laughs> for, for me, I was virtual before the era came, right? Before the pandemic. So this isn't new to me and I will continue to provide virtual service just because it works for my population, right? Um, one of the jokes I say is my clients can be in the car, just not driving. You can be in your office for your lunch, break. You can be in your closet, hiding from your kids. Just get a little lamp so I can see your face. <laughs> it is okay. So I want to be able to literally meet you where you are um, as safe as possible, so virtually. If you're in those states, I'll be able to provide um, therapy for you if um, that's what you choose.
0: Okay, that is awesome. So, if you're in those states for therapy, go check her out. You can do a consultation if she has openings, but letting you guys know she is popping. So, make sure you make that phone call. (laughs) And then, of course, you can also check out the digital products. And one thing that I love about uh, Shayla being able to step outside a comfort zone of a traditional therapist and really want to make a huge impact by honestly, being able to serve more people because therapy puts us in the box per only being able to serve people within our state that we're licensed in. But there are plenty other states and plenty other countries that could benefit from even your journal or therapists benefiting from your membership, You know your community. And so check out both her therapy services if you feel like that's going to be a good fit, but also check out other things that she had she has coming up Also, she didn't mention it, but for therapists, beyond the um, therapist community, TheraFriends, you have something for social media, right?
1: Yes. So we do have a social media site. Thank you for that. And um so yeah, that is the fair Friend Network um, if you on um, our instagram handle and then um fairfriendnetwork.com. And so I would say too that we are opening up membership in two months. so if you get on there and start following us, <laughs> So get on to um, Instagram and then you're able to you know get a free thing to reduce your isolation while you're in private practice or as a therapist during these times that we're in and you'll be the first to know as soon as we open up limited spots because we love having our intimate group but we would love to be able to
0: connect with you. So yeah it's awesome. Thank you. I yeah, <laughs> so I'm like <laughs> y'all link her up. All right. So I want to Thank you, Shayla, for showing up and showing out and showing your (laughs) authentic self on our podcast for audio and for video to our watchers and our listeners. This will not be the last time that you see Shayla. This will also not be the last time that you see me interviewing one of the goals that we had last year, but things kind of got shooken up is I really wanted to collaborate with other mental health providers across the globe. And now we can just do it online because I wanted to do it in person, but this is actually better. It's easily accessible. <laughs> so um, I hope everybody has joined, um, enjoyed this episode. Like I mentioned, we're going to put all of her links to both of her social medias and her website and the link in the bio. And make sure that you check her out. Let her know you heard this podcast episode when it drops. And thank you for showing up. I will see everybody in the next episode. Bye.